Welcome to the Watoto Church Podcast. Prepare your heart as we explore scripture and delve into the Word of God. Watoto Church, welcome once again. Are you ready for God's Word? I've been ready a long time and I'm excited about today's message. But can I just start by saying Happy Mother's Day to every mother at Watoto Church. You are a gift to God, to every family. You are a strength and a pillar and we celebrate every single one of you. I want to celebrate my wife and together we've been married 12 years. God has given us three children. She's an incredible mother to those children. Violet, I celebrate you today. I also want to celebrate celebrate my own mom who gave birth to me 38 years ago. She's a warrior. She's fearless. She is one of my heroes. Mom, I celebrate you today and I love you. Friends, I want to encourage you to do something special for your mom this Mother's Day. Call them, text them, spend some time with them, give them a gift and let them know how precious they are to you. Well, this is our family month and we're taking the next couple of weeks to focus on the family. Why? Because family is God's idea. God is the creator of family. We see it in Genesis chapter 1 and Genesis chapter 2. He brings Adam and Eve together and he forms the very first family. And then he calls them to be fruitful and to multiply and to subdue the earth. And that's God's plan for every family. It is that every family will be fruitful and they'll multiply, that they will be blessed in everything that they do. But we know that we have an enemy called Satan whose agenda is to destroy our families. But friends, I'm so grateful that God's plan to bless our families is greater than Satan's desire to destroy our families. So that's why we're teaching throughout this month a series called Blessed Families. We want to equip you with biblical principles that are going to help you build blessed families that are strong, healthy, and happy, that reflect God's character in all that they do. So we looked at Psalm 128 last week, a picture of a blessed family that you and I should desire to build. And we say that obedience is the foundation to building blessed families. When we obey the Lord, When we fear the Lord, He blesses us. And we looked at some of those blessings last week. There'll be provision and prosperity. Your spouse will be fruitful in your house and your children will flourish. And this blessing is not just upon you, but on the generations that come after you as they walk in obedience and fear the Lord. Well, today we want to continue on with our series. And I want to talk to you about something that is very, very important. I want to talk to you about parenting because parenting is a key building block for blessed families. Let's pray together. Jesus, we thank you for your word. We ask that you anoint your word. Let it shape us and make us the people you want us to be, the kind that are building blessed families for your glory in Jesus' name. And everybody says, amen and amen. Well, let's start by reading Psalm 127, verse 1 to 6. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the gods stand watch in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from him. 
like arrows in the hands of a warrior are children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. They will not be put to shame when they contend with their opponents in court. I want to talk to you about parenting and our message today is parenting a sacred trust. Verse 1 to 3 of Psalm 127, start by establishing a key foundational principle for building blessed families. This is what it says. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the gods stand watch in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat, for he grants sleep to those he loves. This scripture is talking about the building of the city. It's talking about those who watch over the city. And it says, unless the Lord does that, they do their part in vain. There's a powerful principle for us there that we can glean as we build blessed families. Listen, friends, unless the Lord is the builder of your family, your family will not be blessed. Unless the Lord is the builder of your family, you build your family in vain. Why? Blessed families are built by the Lord. He simply invites us to play our part in this incredible generational work. Therefore, building blessed families requires a total dependence on God. We must depend on Him for His power, for His wisdom, for His grace. You see, if we build our families in our own power, we will fail. We will not experience the blessing of God. We must partner with Him, our hand in His hand, so that He can enable us to build the kind of families that are strong, healthy, and happy, that reflect His character in all that they do. Blessed families. That's why the Bible tells us in Proverbs 3, 5 to 6, in the message version, trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. Don't assume that you know it all. Run to God. Yes, friends, if we're going to build blessed families, we must run to God. We must lean on God. We must depend on the Lord because He wants to build blessed families through us. You know, as the Lord builds blessed families through us, one of the greatest responsibilities that he calls us to is parenting. Psalm 127 verse 3 tells us, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. In other words, friends, because children are a gift from the Lord, parenting is a sacred trust from the Lord. When this truth grabs a hold of your heart, it changes the way you view parenting. It changes the way you handle your responsibility as a parent. Listen, I'm talking to every parent. I'm talking to every guardian. And I'm talking to everyone that wants to be a parent one day. Parenting is a sacred trust from God because every child is a gift from God. You know, one of the definitions of trust is to commit something or someone to the safekeeping of someone else. In other words, that person that is trusted is not the owner. Instead, they only look after what they have been given on behalf of the rightful owner. God is the rightful owner of those children and he puts them in our care as stewards. Pastor Eddie tells us this story. He was the driver at Pastor Zane and Eva's wedding. Pastor Zane and Eva are our youth and young adults pastors. He was the driver as well as the best man. 
They were given a beautiful Range Rover vehicle and he was driving it on that day. Pastor Eddie tells us while he drove it, he drove it so carefully. His alert signals were high on that day. You can only imagine with all the craziness on the roads, he had to drive that vehicle and ensure there was not even a scratch. Why? Because the owner of that vehicle had trusted them with that vehicle and wanted it returned in tip top shape. You know what friends? In the same way, Parenting is a sacred trust from God. He gives us children as gifts. He entrusts them to our care only for a season. We begin to steward those children as we parent them on His behalf. Friends, we need to recognize that God will hold us accountable for every child that He has entrusted to our care. Why? They're not our children, they're His children. Children do not come from us, friends. Children come to us from God. Think about Eli's story in the Bible. Eli was a Jewish priest who ministered at the tabernacle in Shiloh. Eli had two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, and they served at the temple. But they were crazy young men who didn't know the Lord. They didn't obey the Lord. They didn't fear the Lord. And so they began to mishandle the offerings. They began to sleep around with the ladies that served at the tent of meeting. Their wickedness was known all across Eli. And Eli didn't do much to challenge them to change their ways. He didn't do much to stop them from what they were doing. And so one day, God sends a prophet to Eli to pass on this message to him. First Samuel chapter 2, verse 30 to 35. Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel declares... I promised that members of your family would minister before me forever. But now the Lord declares, far be it from me. Those who honor me, I will honor. But those who despise me will be disdained. The time is coming when I will cut short your strength and the strength of your priestly house so that no one in it will reach old age and you will see distress in my dwelling. Although good will be done to Israel, no one in your family line will ever reach old age. Every one of you that I do not cut off from serving at my altar, I will spare only to destroy your sight and sap your strength and all your descendants will die in the prime of life. And what happens to your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, will be assigned to you. They will both die on the same day. I will raise up for myself a faithful priest who will do according to what is in my heart and mind. I will firmly establish his priestly house and they will minister before my anointed one always. What a terrible pronouncement. What tough judgment on the house of Eli. And friends, it came to pass. Hophni and Phinehas died in battle. And the day that Eli received that news, he was old. He fell down and he died. His daughter-in-law was giving birth to his grandson when she heard that her husband, one of, of Eli's two sons, had died in battle. She was so stressed. She died while giving birth. But before that, she had already named her son. The glory has disappeared. Ichabod was his name. It is a very sad ending. Why? Because all of this is a consequence of poor parenting. Friends, when we don't rise up to the calling to handle parenting as a sacred trust. Listen, 
Judgment will start in our house. The consequences will be great and not only affect us, but affect the generations that come after us. This is so critical, my friends. Listen, every parent, every guardian, and anyone that wants to be a parent, Parenting is a sacred trust from God. Those are His children and He is watching the way you parent them. So the question lies, how do we parent so that we can build blessed families? Two things, value every child and nurture them for God's purposes. Let's talk about those two things. We must value every child if we are going to parent in a way that builds blessed families. When we talk about valuing every child, we're saying see those children the way God sees them. God sees them as wonderfully and fearfully made. God sees them as beautiful. God sees them as precious. God sees them as a wonderful, beautiful gift made in His image. The psalmist in Psalm 139 put it this way. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Wow. Those children are a gift from God. They are a treasure to us. They are sacred trust from God and we must value them because they are valuable in God's eyes. My wife and I, like I mentioned, have been blessed with three children. Zephaniah, Nathaniah and Brianna Zama. When I look at them, I see how beautifully they are made in the image of God. And I treat them with so much value, with so much dignity and worth. I want to challenge every parent, treat every single one of your children with the value that God places on them. Now, I don't know how those children came into your life. Maybe you got pregnant before you were married and every time you look at that child, they remind you of the shame and guilt of being pregnant before you were married. I want to challenge you. Stop looking at them that way. Look at them with the value that God places on their eye. Begin to value them. Or you might have been sexually abused and you fell pregnant. And every time you look at that child, they remind you of what happened. Listen, forget the past. Begin to look at those children with value, with dignity and worth because God values them. Maybe your child is stubborn and they're going wayward and they have challenges. Maybe they're on drugs and alcohol. You, they, they bring you shame and you want nothing to do with them. Listen, regardless of where that child is in life, value them and treat them with the worth that God has placed on their lives. Maybe you adopted that child and over the years, there's a frustration in your heart. Maybe there is no connection. Listen, that child came into your life because God ordained that they come your way. Begin to value that child. It is possible that you received that child because a sibling or family member passed away and you treat them as a burden. You treat them as an extra. I want you to change your mindset. Begin to treat them with value. Maybe you're a parent considering aborting a child. I want to challenge you. Don't do it. That child is valuable in the eyes of God. The psalmist says that God saw them forming the body in the depths of the earth, their unformed body. That child is not just a fetus. That child is very alive. 
God has a beautiful purpose and plan for them. Treat that child with value. Every child is valuable before God. And I need to speak to somebody today that is listening. Maybe as you are raised by your own parents, you are treated as a burden. You are treated as a mistake. You aren't loved and you aren't treated with value. I want to remind you, you are valuable before God. You are valuable before your heavenly Father. You have value, you have dignity and worth. You are not a mistake. God loves you and God cares about you. You are valuable in His eyes. So as a parent, as a guardian, as anyone intending to become a parent in the days that lie ahead, we need to value our children. Value them with your words. Value them in your actions. Value them with your thoughts. Let your children know every day that they are a gift to you from God. Secondly, we must nurture our children for God's purposes. You see, God gives to us children for a season so that we may nurture them and eventually release them into the world. So parenting is a sacred trust from God. He calls you to begin to play a primary role in shaping that child, in influencing what they grow up to become. And as we do that, we do it in partnership with God. We already said it. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. We must partner with God as we nurture our children. Because in partnership with God, we are investing into our child the ways of God so we can give them a stable foundation upon which they can live their lives and flourish in everything that they do. Proverbs 22 verse 6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, teaching him to seek God's wisdom and will for his abilities and talents. And even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Listen friends, parenting is a sacred trust from God. Nurturing children for God's purposes, giving them a found foundation in the ways of God so they'll flourish in everything that they do. And you may ask, what is the purpose of God? Listen, the purpose of God is two things. To know God and to make Him known. Every parent has been called by God to help their children discover and know God personally and intimately so that the world will get to know God through that child. That is why parenting is a sacred trust. To raise that child to know God so that the world can get to know God through that child. My family, my wife and I, carry our parenting responsibility very seriously. And we do so many things to nurture our children. We, we do devotions with them every night. We ensure that we teach them God's word. We teach them how to pray. We talk to them about the beauty of God and the grace of God and the love of God so they may come to know Him intimately and personally. We talk to them about their character so that they may be a shining light in the community among their peers of what it really means to live for Jesus in our world today. We also play together. On Friday nights, we might watch a movie or we might play games together. It allows us to connect and pass on principles in an unthreatening environment so that our children will get to know God and that through their lives, people will get to know God. Every Thursday, I take them out to play soccer. It is always a joy. And I'm passing on principles of how to win in life how to work with others. There's so much that we can teach our children every day as we nurture them to know God so that the world can get to know God through them. I do my very best, my wife and I, to model our faith to our children 
so that they can have an authentic example of what it means to follow Jesus. And when they get to know him, I tell you, they will discover for the very first time who he has called them to be. And as they pursue that, the world will be blessed through them. It is a sacred trust. I want to challenge every parent. I want to challenge everyone that wants to be a parent. Don't take your responsibility as a parent lightly. It is a sacred trust from God. And it is a sacred trust from God because we get to influence the future. Parenting is planting seeds for the future. You know, there's so much that is broken in our community. So much that does not honor God. God calls us as parents to invest in our children His ways so that we, they may begin to right the wrongs of the community. We begin to invest in their lives love, justice, faithfulness, patience, holiness, sexual purity, generosity. And when they begin to live out the character of God in community, they become agents of transformation. They become agents of healing. They become the people that are righting the wrongs of our community. We have a passion and desire here at Watodo Church to see the healing and the transformation of cities and nations all across the world. The way we get to do that is by parenting our children and investing the ways of God in them. Some people believe that we secure our future by a ballot box. I want to challenge you differently, Watoto Church. Let us secure the future of this nation by parenting our children and establishing them in the ways of God. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10 tells us whatever your hands find to do, do it with all of your might. So I want to challenge every parent. Don't become lazy in your parenting. Don't give your parenting to the maids. Don't relegate it to, to a supervisor or a teacher. Parent your children because you are the primary influence trusted by God to nurture that child in his ways and his purposes for them. And the Bible tells us, like arrows in the hands of a warrior, so are the children of one's youth. Happy is the man who has a quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but shall speak with their enemies in the gate. This verse here lets us know that just like the arrows are in the hands of a skillful warrior, one day you have to release the arrow. And when you release it, it goes and it accomplishes the purpose. Parenting is the process of pulling that arrow. And then you have to release it. We're releasing our children into the future, friends. We're releasing them into their places of work. We're releasing them into their marriages. We're releasing them into places of authority and influence so that when they hit those places, when they arrive in those places, they'll live out the character of God and bring healing and bring transformation. You see, Eli failed to raise his children. And so his children were beginning to lead Israel astray. Oh, if Eli had risen up to the opportunity of handling his parenting as a sacred trust and had taught his sons the ways of God, they were going to continue that godly legacy of leading Israel into God's ways. Instead, God had to abandon them. And he 
Nehemiah to pick up Samuel and Samuel fulfilled that plan. And that is why Eli missed out on a blessed family. Why? He didn't parent his children well. Far be it from us that we failed to parent our children well and release them into the world to bring about healing, to bring about transformation, to bring about the kingdom of God. Parenting is a sacred trust by which we nurture our children for God's purposes. Regardless of where Zephaniah, Nathaniah, and Brianna go in life, I want to give my very best to ensure that I nurture them to know God so that the world may know God through them. As I conclude, I return to Psalm 127 verse 1. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Friends, God has got to be the builder of our families so that they may be blessed. God is a sure foundation for our children, a sure foundation for our families so that they may be stable and prosper in all that they do. Every child is a gift to us from God, a sacred trust. Parenting is a sacred trust from God, friends. So let's value our children and let's nurture them for God's purposes. God through us is going to build blessed families that are going to be a blessing in our communities, in our city, and in our nation for the glory of God. Wow. I want to ask you, my friend, even as we talk about building blessed families, are you part of God's family? Are you a child of God? Are you born again? The Bible says when we turn away from our sin and return to Jesus as our Lord and Savior, the Bible says we'll be forgiven and we'll become children of God. You say, Brian, that's me. I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life today. I want to be born again. I want to be a part of God's family. I want to be a child of God. If that's you, this is what I want you to do. I want you to pray this prayer after me. And those of you watching online, I want you to find an emoji, lift up your hand and say, I'm giving my life to Jesus today. Pray this prayer after me and tell Jesus how you put your faith in Him today. Tell Him, dear Jesus, thank you for loving me. I recognize that I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. Jesus, you are the only Savior. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me clean in your precious blood. Make me a child of God. I receive you and I believe in you as my Lord and Savior for the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen, Amen. Thank you for praying that prayer. Welcome to the family of God. You are now a child of God. Do click the link that has just appeared on your screen. Let us know who you are. We want to get in touch with you and help you grow in your relationship with Jesus. Thank you for listening. We hope this encourages you to step into the new. Tune in next time as we delve into the Word of God. For comments and feedback or counseling, write to connect at watotochurch.com. Hey, hey,